You're listening to Leveling Up, where we'll show you how to win at the game of life and business. It's time to power up your skills through life gamification with your host, Eric Sue. What percent of your revenue should you dedicate to hiring? People are the lifeblood of your business. If you want to win long-term, you just got to hire amazing people. Most people are too cheap to hire amazing people, or most people think that they're superheroes. They want to do it all themselves. Most people don't know how to delegate. They don't know how to manage. These are all things that you level up and learn over time as you become a better entrepreneur. And sometimes you get knocked down a couple levels too, but it's okay. It's how you get back up and how you choose to respond to the adversity. And so I would adjust this question a little bit. It's not so much about how much revenue you should dedicate to hiring. It's more so... So how much capacity is your team at right now? If you're a services business, as an example, ideally you set each team's utilization rate to about 80% or so. Let's say they have 40 hours in a week, 32 hours of that, they're focused to just doing client work, but you have that eight hours of margin of safety where they can focus on other areas. Maybe it's personal growth or experimenting with other things. And if you find that their utilization rates going up to 90%, 100%, 110% or so, and they're overworking, that's when you need to start to think about hiring. Because if your people are constantly overworked, they're not going to be happy. And if they're not happy, you're not going to do good work for your customers. You're not going to do good work for your customers. Your customers are going to churn. And then if customers keep churning, your people see that as well. They're going to churn as well. And then what ends up happening is you're going to have to rebuild the team from scratch. Take this from someone that knows what that feels like. You don't want to have to do that from scratch. You don't want to do a reset. It's not a very pleasant feeling. And it pains me to say this, but time tracking is actually a thing, right? You want people to be tracking their time internally. And there are a handful of tools. We're actually experimenting with one right now called Timely. And it actually has AI. It'll tell you where to categorize things. And you can pull things. You can drag things from your calendar and make it a very simple time tracking thing at the end of the day. And you can just organize things into categories and it's pretty non-intrusive. And I think it's a nice happy medium between having to manually time track versus having your screenshots taken by a time tracking tool, which is something that we never really wanted to do. And so I'm just gonna read the full question. What percent of revenue dedicate to hiring in early days? I'm doing most of the client work now and the few contracts I've hired didn't work out. I want to pay more for better talent, but I'm not sure how much more and how much I should try to delegate. So you should be thinking about how to take the 15% of the things that you don't wanna work work on, take it off your plate. You should be looking at your time in 15 minute increments from the time that you wake up, from the time that you go to bed. You look at how you spend your time because what? I think we have about 8,000 hours in a year and you want to be looking at how you're spending the time. You want to be very precious about how you spend your time there because the time is something that you'll never get back. And so if you look at your time in 15 minute increments, yes, it's annoying to do, it's manual, but when you're entering it in, you start to realize, oh man, I really hate doing this. And what you do is then you then categorize, okay, I'm spending my time on this. How much energy does this task give me? How much money does this task help me earn? So it could be $1 sign, $2 signs, $3 signs, $4 signs. And if it gives you low energy, medium energy, high energy, and is it something that you can delegate out? You just record all this over and over and over. Eventually over time, you start to realize, oh, this is where your time is going. And the stuff that's sucking away your energy, the stuff that you don't want to work on, the stuff that you can delegate, that's the 50% of things that you can work towards eliminating. And then what you do is you create a role scorecard of these responsibilities, and then you outline the outcomes that you want. So for example, if you hate doing sales, you're going to say, hey, I want this person from an outcome standpoint to be closing six, seven figure deals a year. I want them to build a sales process from scratch. And then you can interview according to the outcomes that you're looking for and the responsibilities that you're looking to fill. And you're looking again for those gold medalists that have been there, done that. And so Seth Godin has a quote, I won't work with you until I work with you. And so people poo-poo on Upwork. I love using Upwork. Depends on a different type of thing. But in the beginning, when you're starting out, especially if it's a service type business, you're going to have to learn to hire contractors and work with them. But you're going to learn to be more specific with your job posts. Ask them to follow certain instructions. Ask them to do a test exercise. You can evaluate them. And the good thing too is if they're not working out, they start 
getting lazy, you can cut them. There's no talking about career pathing or anything like that. You're going to have to take your lickings in the beginning when you're first starting to hire people. And that's okay. That's how you gain experience. What would be bad is if you keep going through the same experiences over and over and over and you don't iterate. So that's why it's really important for you to be very open-minded and study people that do this well. There's a lot of material out there. There's a lot of templates, worksheets that you can work with. There's this book that I have next to me over here called Scaling People. It's from the COO of Stripe. Name is Claire Hughes Johnson. Literally this entire workbook on how you go about building a team and scaling people. And so that's what I would say. You got to be improvement obsessed. That's one of our core values at the company. You just got to be open, honest, and reliable. And then what happens is you got to define what your values are and you got to hold people accountable to those values. And then you got to test their competence. And if they can get those two things in, they are A players. If they're competent, but they don't align with their values, there's somebody that you probably need to go about letting go. So the people thing, it's going to be hard to ever get to 100% batting average, but you're going to get better at it because you're smart, you're good. So hope you enjoyed this. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe. Drop in the comments what else you'd like to see me talk about because this makes my content creation process a lot easier. Catch you later. You may have completed this level, but many more bosses await. If you're looking to level up in marketing or business, just go to singlegrain.com forward slash leveling dash up to get access to our individual and team training programs. That's singlegrain.com forward slash leveling dash up.